Greetings coming to you live from Hawaii. Many blessings to you. I'm in the big island over here with the Kona and Waikio Ola and all these names. Had a chance to go snorkeling yesterday. God bless you. I pray that you I find you in good spirits. Count your blessings. Let us go ahead and get our podcast started here with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for coming in on today's podcast. Thank you for your kindness and your loyalty. I love you and high five give you a electronic hug you know the kindness and goodness of God is all around it's something I did not recognize when I was uh, out there trying to achieve things on my own you know just uh, for instance a meal prepared by your mom or uh, aunt or something and you just run right through there you know to really pay attention and the much the kindness and the goodness of God that's displayed through people, through nature, through all over the place. I think that was one of the disconnects that I was disconnected. And then uh, to be connected with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, that was another sin of mine. So today I just recognize it so much that, you know, wisdom dictates that we should thank God for His goodness and kindness. That's what wisdom dictates. We know when we look at nature, look at the skies. and So anyway, you're probably saying, duh, Fernando, duh. Amen. Well, let's get go ahead and get started with a little book for today. Uh, the 24-hour Hazleton book that really, by God's spirit, it was ordained. Many people put many hours into compiling this book. And they're long gone in heaven. They're probably looking at us, so we're still enjoying their works. <clears throat> this book right here, the first for October 25th, it says, AA Thought for the Day. Fifth, I have learned to live one day at a time. I have finally realized the great fact that all I have is now. This sweeps away all vain regret, and it makes my thoughts of the future free of fear. <clears throat> now is mine. I can do what I want with it. I own it. For better or worse, what I do now in this present moment is what makes up my life. My whole life is only a succession of nows. I will take this moment which has been given to me by the grace of God and I will do something with it. What I do with each now will make me or break me. Am I living in the now is the question. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Meditation for the day. We should work at overcoming ourselves, our selfish desires, and our self-centeredness. 
This can never be fully accomplished. We can never become entirely unselfish, but we can come to realize that we are not at the center of the universe and that everything does not revolve around us at the center. I am only one cell in a vast network of human cells. I can at least make the effort to conquer the self-life and seek daily to obtain more and more of this self-conquest. He that overcomes himself is greater than he who conquers the city. He that overcomes himself is greater than he who conquers a city. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may strive to overcome my selfishness. I pray that I may achieve the right perspective of my position in this world. Amen. I'm Fernando. I am in recovery. You know, I found out, like I said this before, and you heard me say it a hundred times, that to strive to overcome my selfishness, well, you know, the selfishness is, is a safety mechanism to probably use too often, but certainly we have to be selfish in brushing our teeth, right? Selfish in um, self-care. No one else is going to do it for us. In proper hygiene. Um, you know, improper nutrition and eating, and taking care of yourself. You have to be selfish in that and eating your vegetables. So my point is that we, we need to put everything together in a blender. Pride, ego, faith, love, joy. Blend it up and drink it and then say, I just want to be happy with you right now. Lord, I just want to be joyful with you right now in this present. That's what I do, and it seems to work. My selfishness is put where it's supposed to be. My anger is there for emergency. My pride is there to self-care. My ego is there to, to boast about God. Everything is put in perspective. I have a shield around me, and it's love, guys. It's joy. And the way I do it is I said, Father, I just want to be joyful with you right now, this moment. Then moment by moment, I just ask to be filled with the joy of the Lord. And the joy is our strength. The joy is our wisdom. The joy is our now. The joy is our now. Can you believe that? That joy is now. So get into if you have one good day that you hit a payload get on your knees raise your hand and say father i just want to be joyful with you today that's all i don't want more patience i don't want no more striving to overcome my selfishness i don't i don't want more uh, handle my big mouth it was made for a purpose stop trying to to stop life in you Let's say, for instance, even stealing, pornography, will that work in those things? I think it will. You'll be so joyful, entertained, you you wouldn't want to steal. Joyful, entertained, you you wouldn't want to go photography, photography or pornography or gambling or excessive thinking, excessive thinking, excessive talking, excessive worry. 
You'll be joyful in the now, quiet, serene, content in yourself and in the now. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Shalom. Good. I like recording these things because later on when I'm down in the mouth, (laughs) I hit my thumb with a hammer. I can re-listen to this and encourage myself because I remember the time I was putting in some toilets in my in-law's house and I couldn't get the toilets right. Things were, toilets are not working. Tension is up. No one has a program but I. And I'm trying everything I can possibly think of. Patience, um, you know, it only worked when I got on my knees and I said, God, I just want to be joyful with you today. And boom, there it was. After that, no matter what they said, I responded properly with love. I responded properly with action. The job got done easily. I was happy, a job well done, not in a hurry. And I did it all for free. See see how my self-pity would have been? You know, I'm, I'm being... Uh, so you're going to be tested, folks. And the test is... Is God is after our self-pity. So the best way to do is to say, Thank you, God. I just want to be joyful with you. And then from there, He'll He'll take us from test to test for our good to answer our prayers. We ask, God, let me be closer to you. Let me be, you know, help you. Okay. It's rough out there in the rough waters and the rough... It's a jungle out there. And he, he teaches us to have rhinoceros skin when we need it. Rhinoceros skin. All right, that's good enough teaching for today. Uh, one more thing. I just wanted to real fast read AA's heartbeat for today, uh, the 25th of October, AA um, Daily Reflection. It says, without unity, the heart of AA will cease to beat, as Bill sees at page 25, without unity. Without unity, I would be unable to recover in AA. On a daily basis, my practicing unity within my group with other AA members and at all levels is the great fellowship. I receive a pronounced feeling of knowing that I am part of a miracle that was divinely inspired. The ability of Bill W. and Dr. Bob working together and passing it out to other members tells me that to give it away is to keep it. Unity is oneness, and yet the whole fellowship is for all of us. And for me, folks, beautiful reading here. For me, folks, is love is oneness, and yet the whole fellowship is for all of us. Love is the miracle that our, our Master and Lord Jesus Christ came to give us that existence, and that's what keeps... In my opinion, it's what keeps me alive and well in every program that I encounter. I love you. God bless you. Give them heaven. Enjoy this day. Lord, we ask you for your joy for this day, Lord, for your unity of love with other believers, as even the ones that are listening here. Bless them today, Lord. We're joyful. We bless this tomorrow and this coming week. Lord, let us have a week of joy that we will remember forever and ever. We ask you for your joy. We just want to be joyful and humorous with you, Lord, today, right now. Amen.
Greetings. Welcome to today's podcast. I am a grateful member of the Al-Anon movement. My name is Fernando, and I am your host and secretary for this meeting. Let us go ahead and in silence, followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. I'm broadcasting to you from Hawaii this week over here on vacation. Uh, dream come true. Do some snorkeling and some enjoying swimming before the year was out. Didn't get a chance to do it last year because of COVID, of course. And now we're out here swimming like a fish. And the good thing about it is I feel great. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Living in the now makes all the difference. You know, and just asking my higher power just to be happy with him today. Happy with God, my higher power today at this moment. That's my constant prayer. And for right now, it's working really good. A lot of people tell me, you don't know reality, Fernando. You don't know what's happening out there. Okay, you go ahead and save the ozone. Okay, first book for today, One Day at a Time, for October 25th, is, it says, People often marvel when they see Al-Anon program brings about changes in the lives of those who practice it. They marvel. This is its secret. This is it. That it is built on the fundamental ethical philosophy which has been known throughout the ages. It is stated in such widely different books as the Bible and the fables of Aesop. Aesop. To deal gently with our fellow man is suggested in St. Paul's epistle to the Ephesians. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, gentleness. The same thought appears in the fable of the wind and the sun, who change one another as to which could first remove the cloak of a passing traveler. As the wind blew hard and cold, the man wrapped the cloak tightly around him. Then the sun shone and its warmth made the man take off the cloak. Today's reminder. In Elanon, this same thought is repeated in many ways that point out that we can do nothing by force or compulsion. I will remind myself not to be too determined in my judgments and actions. Kindness is the mightiest force in the world. Kindness. Okay, now we'll go to the second book, Courage for Today. Thank you for coming in today's podcast. Appreciate you. And thanks to Kendall. Here we go. One of my defects of character is to make choices passively. Letting things happen rather than taking action. For example, I stood by and watched my children suffer abuse because I was unable to make a decision and follow through with it. I have been severely affected by alcoholism and I was not capable of doing otherwise at that time. It was the best I could do under the circumstance, but harm was done and I owe amends. 
One way to make amends is to stop practicing the defect. In every area of my life, I can ask myself, am I taking responsibility for my choices today? Do I make a positive contribution to my meetings? Or do I assume that somebody else will take care of everything? Am I making choices I can be proud of at home, at work, and in my community, or letting the choices be made for me? Today's reminder. Elanon has no opinion on outside issues. It doesn't define my responsibilities or select my values. That is up to me. It does encourage me to define my values, to take responsibility for choices I am already making, and to make amends where I have done harm. I need not to think of myself as a victim of unseen forces that make disastrous happen. Today, I can make active choices. Making amends isn't just saying I'm sorry. It means responding differently from our new understanding as we understood. Wonderful reading. And our last book for today is Hope for Today. Wow. That word expresses such wonder, excitement, surprise, and humility. Wow. It's a word I use often, yet I pay little attention to its meaning or power. For example, this morning when I awoke, the sun was shining brightly. The sky was a deep and cloudless blue. And the autumn trees radiated gold, bronze, and copper. Without thinking about it, my first reaction was to exclaim, Wow! I was struck by the fact that I had nothing to do with creating such a beautiful morning. That meant I probably had no effect on the rainy or snowy mornings either. In fact, weather was one of the many things completely out of my control. This perception relieved me of responsibility for the weather, sunny or cloudy, and reminded me of the many things in life over which I have no control. I can only let go and let them be. I felt grateful for this reminder, and I began to count my other blessings as well. My job was simply to enjoy the morning and be grateful for the experience of beauty. The day was off to a great start. Now I take more notice of the wow moments in my life. I acknowledge my feelings such as the gratitude, joy, and humility that comes with appreciating something I didn't affect or create. For each person or event that crosses my path today, I thank my higher power. I accept that I don't have to work hard for this day's delights because they are a gift from my higher power. All I need to do is pay attention and enjoy my honest emotions as the day progresses. That's all. Thought for the day. I take time to enjoy the beauty that surrounds me. When I gather flowers or marvel at nature's wonders, I do not lose face when I concede that I am not in control. Hurry to change, page 283. When I gather flowers or marvel at nature's wonders, 
I do not lose face when I concede that I am not in control. Amen. And I don't lose face or or control when somebody sneers at me, when somebody's having a bad day and they don't like a happy person that knows how to run this his life. And we get that all the time. They don't like us. I don't lose control. I just read, say a silent prayer and thank God I'm not them. Thank God I am not there that I can notice. So let us let us get out there and give them heaven, folks. Let us spread the cheer. We know we know the keys. We know the secret. Living in the now, joyfully. Take care. Let us pray out with the Lord's prayer, please. My choice of prayer. Whose Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working. Welcome to today's reading of Limitless Love with Kenneth Copeland and Gloria Copeland. Today we have Kenneth talking about don't just stand there, say something. In Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 in the New American Standard Bible, it reads, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and darkness over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Genesis 1, verses 1, 2, and 3. The next time you have trouble loving someone, here's something you can do. Every time... Think of that person. Say that you love them. Say it out loud. Say it with faith. Say it like you mean it. Why? Because when you speak words by faith that are in agreement with the word, that the Holy Spirit moves it in with his power and brings them to pass. That's one of the first things the Bible teaches us. It reveals in the very first verses of Genesis that the Holy Spirit can be present, hovering over all situations and all his wonderful power and might. He can be there ready to help and to act, but he will not do this until the word of God is spoken. His work is to fulfill the word. If you're born again, the Holy Spirit is within you. Willing and able to help you love the unlovely people in your life. Yet he cannot do it until you speak words. He can act on the... And he can do much for you when you are saying things like... 
Oh, he can't do much things for you. When you say things like, that person irritates me. I just can't stand them. I just can't seem to get along with them. <clears throat> Why is it so hard for me to love? Those aren't God's words so that the Holy Spirit can't bring them to pass. But when you get your mouth in agreement with God and say, the love of God helps me, and I love that brother, and the love of the Lord, I am tender-hearted towards that sister or brother. He's just like Jesus, like Jesus loving him, loving me. The Holy Spirit can go to work on you and them, exerting his mighty powers to help bring your emotions and thoughts in line with, with those confessing of faith, the words. Just say, light be, and the Holy Spirit brought forth light in the darkness. When you say, the, the truth in that same spirit will bring forth God's love in you. Huh, but I don't really feel I love that person at all, you might say. I'll be a liar if I say something like that. You wouldn't be a liar. You're, you'll be imitating your heavenly father. The Bible says that he calls things that are not as so. And even though Abraham called a father of many nations when he childish old man married to a barren old woman he called he he said he said it by faith i am abraham a father of many and then there was gideon a mighty man a warrior when he didn't feel like it he was hiding from fear for from his enemies he called david a king when he was just a shepherd okay so don't just stand there say something loving starts talking like God does, and the way Abraham and others did. Gideon, a victorious warrior, and David, a king, will go to work with you. It helps your soul to read those stories. The Holy Spirit himself will bring forth the nature God has put in you and makes you more loving than you ever dreamed you could be. Amen. Let's go ahead and practice. Say, I am joyful. I am strong. I am loving to others. I am loving to those I can't stand. I am loving to those knuckleheads. <clears throat> I am happy and considerate of all people, regardless. I am thankful and grateful for every test. I have the answer. I have the answer. The love of God is my answer. Amen. Enjoy to this series. Hang on. Let me go ahead and read also to the uh, Kenny Copeland's other uh, faith to faith, faith to faith, and we'll go ahead and uh, enjoy that for today's reading. Let's go ahead and say a prayer, a second prayer. God, 
help me to love you more this day and love my neighbor. Thank you for allowing me to love my neighbor. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Kenny Copeland, Fate for Today, October 25th. Okay, I'm bringing it up on my... It's free, folks. KCM.org, Daily Reflections. Put that on your smartphone. It says, Get rid of the frogs. Exodus 8-9. When shall I entreat for thee and, and for thy servants? This is Moses asking Pharaoh to get rid of the frogs. And for thy people to destroy the frogs from thee and thy houses. Have you ever wrestled with one of those problems that stubbornly refuses to go away? It seems to be immune to all solutions. You swat at the thing in every conceivable way, but instead of being eliminated, it expands and multiplies until it widely out of control. An Egyptian pharaoh faced just that kind of problem. The Bible tells us thousands of years ago he was in a hot dispute with God over the future of the Israelites. And as a result of the dispute, he woke up one morning to find his country swarming with frogs, slimy, smelly, rivet, rivet, hopping all over the place frogs. It was a serious problem. I'm not talking about a frog or two in the front yard. I mean, frogs were everywhere, in the beds, in their tables, big old frogs in the ovens, little frogs in the bread dough, and the drinking water, frogs, 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 frogs in your hair, frogs in a place you couldn't even want to think about. <laughs> then God made a move. He sent his man Moses into Pharaoh to ask, when shall I entreat the Lord to get these frogs out of your hair? Did you know what Pharaoh said? Tomorrow, tomorrow, do it tomorrow. Can you imagine that? He could have said right now, today. But instead, he decided that he spent one more night among the frogs. You say, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard of. Why in the world would he say tomorrow? I don't know. Probably for the same reason you want to want until tomorrow to get saved or healed or prosperous. Here's what I want you to notice. When Moses asked Pharaoh the question and he answered tomorrow, Moses said, All right, so that you know there is a God in heaven, be it done according to your words. Let me ask you this. How long are you willing to let the persistent problem harass you? When are you going to get rid of the frogs in your life? Do you realize they stay around as long as you let them? They'll be there until you finally make a quality decision to go with the Word of God and get them out. Why don't you do it today? Additional scripture is Exodus 8, 1 to 13. Okay, what's the thing that we can say? We say, Lord... I just want to be joyful with you today. And that should give us the strength to, to get rid of any problem in our lives. Amen.
All right, let's go ahead and finish this recording by praying the Our Father. Our Father, who art in heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Love you, family. Sleeping is heavenly. The Lord wants you to sleep and sleep well. Put your arms straight. Look up, take a deep breath, and say to yourself, The Lord wants me to have a good rest. I will sleep well. Use your faith. Believe God is listening to you. Believe the angels are there putting their hands on you and restoring you and making you well and healing you. Believe that your body's going to be reset for the day coming to loosen up and relax. Relax yourself. Then once you're relaxed, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go in a deep sleep and relax. Here are some scriptures to allow you to sleep well. These are promises from God's word. Long life. In Exodus 20:12, you honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Exodus 23, verses 25 and 26, And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall not thing cast their young, nor be barren in the land. The number of days I will fulfill. Deuteronomy 5.16 Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God has commanded thee that thy days may be prolonged and, and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Deuteronomy 5.33 You shall walk in the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you that you may live and that it may be well with you that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord has, you shall possess. Psalms 36, 9. For with thee in the fountains of life, in the light we shall see light. Psalms 49, 15. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Thou will prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation, saith the Lord. 
I said, Oh my God, take me not away in the midst of my days. Thy years are throughout all generations. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me sore, but he has not given me over unto death. Deal bondifully with thy servant, that I may live and keep thy word. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children, and peace upon Israel. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace they shall add to thee. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And he said unto them, Set your hearts unto all the words which I testify among you this day, which you shall command your children to observe to do. All the words of this law, for it is not a vain thing for you, because it is your life, and through this thing you shall prolong your days in the land whither you go over Jordan to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life, and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. But thou shalt have a perfect and just weight, a perfect and just measure shalt thou have, that thy days may be lengthened in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Therefore shall you lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be a frontless between your eyes. And you shall teach them to your children, speaking of them without sittest in thine house, and without walks by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt write them upon the doors, upon thine house, and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children, in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give them, as the days of heaven upon the earth. Happy is a man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. 
for the merchandise is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof fine gold. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of thine eye. Forsake the foolish and live, and go in the way of understanding. For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and thy years of thy life shall be increased. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself, but if thou scornest, La alone shall bear it. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The labor of the righteous tended to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. The fear of the Lord prolonged days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that open wide his lip shall have destruction. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. The prince that wanted understanding is also a great oppressor, but he that hated covetousness shall prolong his days. For wisdom is a defense and money is a defense but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Ecclesiastic 7.12 For wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Ecclesiastes 7.17 Be not overmuch wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before thy time? Romans 8.6 For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. 1 Corinthians 3.21-22 Therefore let no man glory in men, but all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, all are yours. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. First Peter three ten, 
11. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. For he that shall live and love life and see good days, let his mouth refrain from speaking evil, his lips that speak no nonsense. Let him abhor evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. Seek it.